This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We watched Extreme Days and we have to talk about it today <laughs> on Good Christian Fun. I want to see cats. <laughs> <laughs> No, bitch. Welcome to GCF, Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. Hey, that was on brand with what we were talking about before. We're here to have good Christian fun. It's right in. What's good Christian fun, Caroline? It's a podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the movies, the music, the comedy, (laughs) the action (laughs) comedy. That's right. Uh, That was made for, by, with, underneath Christians. From Um, (laughs) outside of. (laughs) We were both raised in it. We both know it somewhat well. And we're discovering new (laughs) things. We love Fred McDonald. (laughs) We stand. Fred Hammond. Gospel legends like Fred. I don't know. Damn it. It's kind of the Berenstein Bears. I could look it up. It's called the McDonald effect, actually, where you can't remember. Remember what something was That's called before. Uh, yeah, but we're not here to proselytize. Or make you go preach. to church. We're, we're not just here, here to, to take fun. your faith from you. No. no, you can have it. We're going to keep it yeah, with you. Yeah, keep it. You're good. Hey, keep it. <laughs> We've said that before. And the topic for today, the movie for today, is Extreme Days, a youth group classic, I guess, probably. I already have such a dismissive tone. <laughs> It feels like this is like the equivalent of a substitute teacher putting on Saving Private Ryan <laughs> in a history class when they don't want to do anything. This would be what a youth Except pastor does. Except your students have been demanding this Save It Private Ryan movie for years. It would appear. So <laughs> to do that and to get into Extreme Days, we have to have an extremely good guest. Friends and folks, you may know him from his podcast, High and Mighty, Action Boys, Raised by TV, R.I.P., and the Gina Lombardo <laughs> Show. Everybody give it the hell up for John, John Gabriel! Yeah. Wow. Hey, that felt, buddy. That felt rehearsed. And good. And I good. meant that as a compliment. <laughs> oh, thank you. Wow. Yeah, it's a litmus test of how this is going to go, is the guest reaction no, to the not. intro. <laughs> I always, I'm always amazed by people who put effort into their podcasts oh know? yeah <laughs> like just showing up i was like holy shit music songs talking i don't uh, know like sometimes I, I i think about this a lot i i think about who was it that was talking about like people who dress really well or are really put together there's something like admirable but oh you you always look nice or you always have like a nice button-up shirt mm-hmm. and then uh, the person who was talking about this, whoever it was in the interview, was like, well, yeah, because I'm compensating for not having anything else. So Ooh. sometimes oh, I, think okay. about, I think about like... We have enough bells and whistles. The kind of pomp and circumstance <laughs> are like, oh, yeah, here's this clip. Here's this clip. Here's this clip. You know, Interesting. It's like, yeah. is this just us compensating for not being 
a natural like a Gabrus. Well, on the see, high I podcast. think I think what I do is sort of the opposite, <laughs> it, but still compensation yeah. by not trying by wearing sweatpants and a t-shirt every day or shorts and a t-shirt every day i never look bad i just look like myself my show mm-hmm. is never bad it's just like oh that's gabrus he doesn't try hard can't yeah. fail yeah so that's sort of something i've kind of uh, unfortunately wow. used as my own defense mechanism yeah. which is very simple yeah it's not like you're raising the bar you're just doing the bar over and over right and setting <laughs> yeah. it setting it setting it, it doesn't Let me change add a, a where third it is. metaphor we all like cake right mm. Love it. now there's cake that is all gussied up and has some nice frosting it's trying we'll say and right. then there's cake that's also very trendy right now that has a, a trend called like naked icing where like the cake is showing through you've seen it oh you that's know? katie what's her it's name like from uh, a little bit uh milk bar right yeah yeah she uh, popular yeah that. Both Love cake, milk both bar. delicious, different styles. Yeah. Hey, wow. What's okay. got okay. too much frosting and what has under frosting? <laughs> Not nearly enough. And both are popular at different times, and sometimes exactly. no one wants either. <laughs> sometimes both are sister shows on the HeadGum Network. And for some reason, there's only like one mid-roll ad per episode for like the next six months on the calendar. Stop calling out HeadGum for our mid-roll ads. Yeah, no, I, 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 I want ads. more too. I'll call out fucking marty michael to his face <laughs> marty's a nice man he's, he's the nicest but he's best. gotta get his ass he's out there sweet boy i yeah. understand double me down for him <laughs> yeah it's not our fault being a christian forward podcast <laughs> yeah and it's not your fault for being a christian forward podcast yourself <laughs> exactly, right exactly. i know you've made that pivot recently because you saw what we were doing <laughs> you saw it was really it's, lighting up the only christian thing about my podcast is that i ask for forgiveness after every after yeah. every guest leaves you I, go, feel I, remorse you, afterwards. I am so sorry you did that i understand that confession. no I, w- I was on your show and we talked about a wonderful movie <laughs> if your listeners of this podcast don't know what movie you might talk about outside of extreme what is this one called extreme days extreme days what what other movie exists for you in your world paddington 2 sir <laughs> yeah it's just, it's just those two the two that's all you need movies. yeah i think so so we're going from what i consider to be one of the best movies ever made to a movie a something yeah Maybe more of a music video. But uh, I had a great time on your show. We, oh. had, a, we had a nice, really lovely chat. We got almost Carol- like a first date. Yeah, I'd yes, love to. Yes. Um, yeah. Rihanna, that'd be a nice topic <laughs> Ooh, for you. Yeah. You might know slightly more about that. I could me. talk a lot about that. Uh, John, the last time I met you was at the HeadGum party, like their anniversary or birthday party kind of thing. Where, mm. where I was maybe hammering down bagels. <laughs> That sounds where, right. Where I was lying. Where I was I lying. That would have been a cool way for us to meet. <laughs> the story I have of meeting you it was I was waiting in the bathroom line for a long time, and then I was just standing outside the bathroom, and you walked by, and you're like, "Hey, is this where the bathroom is?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's like the craziest parties in the bathroom or something." And you're just like. Okay, and you carried on and walked into the bathroom. I don't know this story. Kill me. Kill my I mean, you're being totally nice. You oh, if this makes you, you feel like better dismissive. or worse, I don't you were remember. Just, you were just like better. confused and busy. It probably had to pee bad. And I was, in all honesty, I was probably high as hell. That's the thing, too. You know? But the thing is, like, I knew who you were, and I was, like, kind of starstruck a little bit, too, and I was like, I'll make a joke. That was two years ago, because you weren't at the last one. No. Oh, yeah, that was that the one. bagel one. Oh, yeah. That was the one where I Last kept going. Year was bagel one. Yeah, oh, I kept okay. going up to the bagel truck and pretending I was getting a bagel for someone else. <laughs> you got a I was, wig humili- on. I was humiliated by how many I was buying. <laughs> I was like, hat. I kept being like, Karen, did you want? Yeah, okay, she wants the bacon egg yeah. and cheese one, and I took two home in an Uber. Ooh, <laughs> that sounds good. One for daddy, one for mommy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I understand that, and in a way, it's like we're compensating for like, well, I guess I can get 
12 bagels worth of mid-roll <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they had the truck till 10 so we can do that at Ooh, least a bagel truck. i missed out yeah uh gabers thanks so much for doing this please show, thanks for having what's me. your history with religion or god or any of that stuff? um i was uh raised catholic uh my mom is a italian uh, long island catholic italian american long island catholic so it's exactly what i'm sure i i assume it's common for a lot of people that like i had church every sunday when i wasn't didn't have my own agency um once i had my own agency i didn't go to church except for easter and christmas and then uh i was in catechism until i got confirmed and i did all those sacraments all the way through but i got i didn't get married in a church or anything as soon as i was like allowed to be separated from uh church i broke off i broke off yeah (laughs) i never bought into it i never I never disliked it until I learned more about just like, and, and my issues with the Catholic church are like my issues with any large corporation. You know, it's like, then mm-hmm. nah, we need a little more oversight in some areas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then um, it's, there's elements to it where I, I guess I would say I'm an atheist now, but I am not a militant atheist. I don't care about other people believing cause I'm, I'm, I'm very, religion curious I'm spiritually curious Go as on. i like to say um i'm open-minded i'm uh, versatile i'm a bottom i'm a buddha a yeah. buddhist bottom, <laughs> a buddhist bottom yeah. uh-huh. um but i uh i i think i may have told this on some podcast at some point before but when my dad was dying my dad was in hospice and he was dying my mom my dad was never religious he just did whatever my mom wanted to do in that world and when uh my mom really wanted her favorite priest, uh, shout out to Father Valentine. We Want- love you, Father Valentine. <laughs> yeah, it's really weirdly enough that my mom's made a name as Valentino, and then the, oh, Weird. now people can oh, hack damn. into my bank account. Oh, but no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great, <laughs> very sim- very similar words. Uh, but it was her favorite priest, this Indian man, Father Valentine. Um, and when my dad was dying, she really wanted him to read the last rites, not any of the other priests. But Father Valentine was like on a mission and. The fact that my dad, like my mom, wouldn't have anyone else do it. She was say, wanted, and Father Valentine got back in time, read my dad, oh and and I'm so anti-religion. I'm so mad at my mom that she's like, the, I'm like, who cares about the fucking priest? This guy's dying in the living room. You know, let's yeah. figure something out. And then when I saw how my mom felt after my dad got his last rites read, I was like. Probably gonna take my foot off the gas of atheism <laughs> and just let everyone believe whatever they want. Oh, because that was it, a shift for you. Yeah, because it just sort of I it just made me uh like I got I don't know how to explain the level of atheism I am. I'm just not outwardly atheist. Like I don't believe in anything, but I don't care what you believe in unless it affects someone else's life. That's important to me. Yeah. But my when I seeing that with my mom, I was like, I can't believe I was so anti religion because who cares? I, you know, like I fucking love improv. If like that, that's dumber than religion, you know. And I'm sitting here going, organized religion is stupid. Right? Here's three hundred ninety-five dollars. Kind of people always that are in it. Yeah, yeah, it's wildly similar, and uh, it's um, so seeing my mom in that moment, I was just like, okay. I saw for the first time in my life, uh, and maybe it's just because of my my life. I didn't see it before that. A positive effect of religion, and I had just not seen that. I know it exists, like, but everyone puts money in a dish that the Catholic Church passes that the church passes around. They never tell you what's going on with that or where that's going, or like show you invoices to charities or what have you. So I never felt like 
anything the church did was positive. It was just a thing I had to do after karate. Mm -hmm. It was a thing I had to do with my, I had to go to catechism and I had to learn about religion. I hated school. So, and I hated church. And now you combine the two into one thing. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Well, especially as a kid too. I mean, your, your frame of reference of like what the church could be doing for someone is like, it's limited. Yes. You know, it's like, well, I'm, I'm curious about the snacks you can offer. And then like, goldfish and cheese. My mom isn't mad at me. Yeah. Right, and so right. it takes like a dire situation to be like, oh. Okay. Yeah. And then having seen that, I was like, oh. And I I had no, realized in that moment that I just ha- hadn't seen a real positive religious moment. But then like as I got a little older and saw and went to some uh, Jewish weddings and uh, some uh, non, like, non-Christian weddings, uh, I – because Catholic weddings are – a nightmare it's a full-on mass <laughs> yeah how <laughs> long are they that it's just a full like it might as it's uh over one hour okay. you know because it's just a full mass with <laughs> communion and all that shit mm-hmm. they sneak a full mass they go hey come on out free open bar <laughs> but first we're gonna go to a different location where you have to sit quietly whole for 90 church. minutes yeah <laughs> uh, a whole yeah they sneak a whole ass church on you it's like <laughs> it's like a pop-up yeah it's like it's like going to a, a, a restaurant and they'll be like oh but first you must exercise <laughs> <laughs> like wait what that's not what i wanted no. right uh, sneaky motherfuckers <laughs> um and then but seeing seeing like other more like just truly like powerful moments in other people's religions and and ceremonies and stuff for powerful to them no effect on me but just seeing what like the a thing that like from judaism the 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 hava when they put the, put people in the chair uh-huh. yeah. that to me is just like the coolest fucking thing. Yeah. And I went to like four <laughs> Jewish weddings in a row. And because I'm visibly capable of carrying chairs, like I just look like the guy, all these older Jewish uncles always like, get this big guy over here. And it's like, <laughs> I'm just so happy that that's part of it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it felt, and that, and, and so now I have a newfound appreciation for religion. And I love, I'm very open-minded. I want to hear about everyone's. Cause like when Kevin was on my podcast, I straight up said to him, I'm like, you know, to me, it's the, it's the weirdest thing ever that you're an adult who chooses to go to church. Oh yeah, because I was, I was, I, I like uh, casually said, "Oh, at church the other day, we were yeah. talking about." It was like, okay. I'm like, I just want to be full uh, full disclosure here. Oh, that beast. is more. That is probably the weirdest thing you could have said to me. And then I realized, like, that's so weird. Like, that's how city. That's how I went from my childhood to Brooklyn uh, hipster life to L.A. Uh, hipster life. Mm-hmm. So I, you, that's not really a facet of it. And then to see like. And like a person who is not my mom's friend who is into church. I was like, and then that turned, I was I like, be wait, your mom's friend. If I tried hard enough, yeah. you could, whether, friend. yeah, whether you want to be or not in the long run, it's yeah. up to you. I'm good with moms. I think, right? I, be, I bet you are. Yeah. yeah. I bet you are. See, this is my energy. Yeah. That, that's like fully my energy, right? It's also like <laughs> just good with moms. Your dating pool. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Like age range. Well, I mean, listen, Jerry on succession is one thing. Okay. And by the way, Kevin, we had a back and forth on Twitter about it and the actor we didn't tag her but she liked both tweets I, uh, and it was a straight up sort of horny on horny conversation she's about out her. there man yeah wow. she, she'll she go on the main and search and fave yeah. and let you know what that she knows for her to know is like it's basically gonna be positive horny young men are like tweeting about me all the time it is like, funny that out of all the people in the cast list, she's the most online it's not anyone else right. but her so she's like she's like visibly seems to be the most detached from that yeah, business yeah. Lose. yeah yeah mm-hmm. i wonder you know like you're just someone mentions i feel like in 
you know, season two, episode eight, you're filming Succession, and someone goes, "Hey, did you see on Twitter they loving this L to the OG shit or whatever?" And and the actress plays Jerry's like, "What's Twitter? <laughs> like, you got to get on <laughs> it!" Or she's like, "Hell yeah, it's like okay. <laughs> killing time in the trailer for the rest of you know, like oh, I can retweet. Oh, people, these two strange uh, podcasters from LA. Are it is very like, horny for it me. Does fit, it's like a it's like a micro version of how Twitter for like a couple years was uh, who can be Lin Manuel Miranda's best friend contest for oh, a lot of people yeah, yeah. of like, oh, here's a gift." of me and him together or here's us like going back and forth and now it's like for a certain section of men it's who can get a follow from get Jerry Timmy got a follow Kevin did not uh, not yet, Kevin, not yet. So the sorry. night's a puppy I, hey, I mean the kiss from daddy video I understand I understand <laughs> yeah, he the, that yeah but Io hung out with her Io Debris went to like a play with her what? and it was on her Instagram and it was all like a Twitter connection thing what? Oh, yeah. it's only a matter of time Yeah. based oh, on Caroline's comment about your dating pool well, and i feel and uh this jerry conversation i feel like we might have similar types <laughs> no we follow yeah no we talked about it, i believe yeah. uh but yeah that's interesting um about the the positive effect on, on religion that you didn't see it especially that late because i feel like uh, a lot of the catholic guests we have on some protestant too but a lot of the catholic guests we have on it isn't emotional it's just like an assumption for like the family culture like yeah, we're going to church. It's not because like, well, because mom is so passionate about it. Or right. dad, were, were your parents passionate about it? My mom was in the way that like a busy mother of three who also works full time can be. She was passionate about it in that she never missed Sunday mass, whether she had to go in the morning or she go Saturday night if Sunday mm. she had to work Sunday. Um, she would never miss mass. She knew all the priests, but she also like when my dad died would like went to a psychic and like she does she's not like a strict catholic mm -hmm. but she is sort of like a be believes enough stuff it's almost like she's a what's the word i'm looking for a superstitious catholic more okay. than anything else okay, yeah. so like, if i don't go to church shit can fall apart yeah oh, totally, but yeah. uh but for i think a lot of people my age uh, especially my, t being specific to my peer group coming up in the catholic church in in long island at the time none of us it didn't feel like anyone and I, and you the idea of like a youth pastor and hearing shit like that that's stuff that we didn't have it was just old farty people not trying to get you excited about religion but just telling you about religion and i i just it was one of those things where and i know it, i I'm a, I grew up in the 90s where it was like it was a little more like hands off and and no one gave a shit but it just was like how could you expect a kid to care about Catholicism? And I think that's why I was so taken aback by you saying you went to church because I think everyone I came up with was sort of like, I have no reason to stay in this fucking thing. You know, like I'll, I'll maybe get married in a church just because that's what my friends do and that's what my mom wants. But, and my brother's like, uh, you know, my family gets like the christening done and all that stuff, baptism done, all to make my mom happy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? All because yeah. it's just like, um, so it was one of those things where I'm like, all they had to do was like talk to us about faith and explain. But Catholicism is a little old fashioned in the way that they don't even, they're like, if you're not on board, f fuck you, we'll guilt you into caring. Yeah. yeah. Because there is like a thirsty sort of tap dance that does happen in Protestant culture where it's like, this is relevant to your lives and we can have pogs with, you know, uh, the disciples on them if you want to. And like, <laughs> like any sort of yeah. marketing or brand yeah. or like, uh, like truly contextualization or outreach to get people interested in a way that is like, 
as we talk about on the show, like flagrantly and nakedly uh, desperate. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> yeah. But there is at least the effort there. But there is something about just trying to translate it for the audience that you're giving it to. Like, mm-hmm. um, if you've been to a Catholic mass, it's aggressively boring. <laughs> like, it's almost intentionally boring because it's centuries old or whatever. Mm-hmm. But... How are you expecting a 12-year-old kid who's sitting there where fucking Game Boy exists and they're supposed <laughs> like, to sit here and listen to this guy be like... Absorb how that applies to me now. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like a discussion with him later. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like it sounds like school, like going to elementary school. Like, it probably felt the same way to you. It was no yeah. different. I couldn't... You had to be probably quiet. Probably almost worse than that. <laughs> like, you didn't get recess or there wasn't yeah. like... a as much of a maybe community feel. Right. It was wanted. just like school. And that's what it sucked. It was like, I just went to school Monday through Friday right. and I got to go on Sunday. That's and then cool. as I got older, I had to go on like whatever it was one night a week, Wednesdays mm-hmm. for, uh, uh, we called it church class or whatever, but it was catechism. Nice. Yeah. And it was just like, this is unappealing. Yeah, like, why would you stay in elementary school forever? Right, <laughs> like right. you could get, if you graduate. It, it, it felt like I even remember being a kid being like leaving. I'd be like, mom, why wouldn't they like do anything for the, there's visibly kids here. Why isn't there anything for kids that like any appeal to them? Like the homily could just mention something from life or pop culture. That's relatable, you know, yeah. and not nothing. And for, if the listener, I'm assuming if you're listening to good Christian fun, you know what a homily is, but that's the part where the priest is allowed to freestyle, you know, like that's, Oh, I yeah. don't know if I even knew <laughs> that like specifically. Yeah. So, yeah. so, uh, the rest of mass is, is stayed and kind of, yeah, it's got like a pretty much a rundown. And then the homily is where the priest flexes on like what they want to talk about okay. at that moment. But how long does that last? That could be between five and 10 minutes. Okay. It's not so long. it is like a little yeah. mini sermon. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like yeah. your ideal version of any sort of sermon yeah. is five to 10 minutes. <laughs> I think if church was just, if church was, you show up and the priest talks to you for 20 minutes about what he's got going on and Perfect. like, and what, what, what you should think about and then everyone says our father and leaves that sounds like church i can yeah. get behind or even just yeah. hangs out you yeah. know and then does whatever after yeah. that'd be cool like maybe margaritas and tacos you guys <laughs> maybe like beers and bibles <laughs> or something beers like and that. Bibles. <laughs> you guys are, I, I, I just picture more appealing to me <laughs> <laughs> i just picture uh youth pastors with like full sleeves t- having these conversations oh yeah, you guys yeah, would yeah. come by for some brews and some bibles yeah dude? we actually meet in a pub just hang out super, it's not formal yeah just yeah. like talk about whatever Lager and Leviticus, dude. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's a golden road we want to walk down, but it's not the one you think. (laughs) It is in Glendale, but it's not the one you think. So where do you feel like you got, uh, do you feel like you got a sense of right and wrong from that time or like any sort of like moral compass? Yeah, I don't. I, I, I know like the Ten Commandments are great are a great baseline of rules. Like, sure. Just like the Constitution is a there's great a, base, yeah. There's a reason they're the greatest hits. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> don't kill someone, don't rob someone, mm-hmm. don't want to fuck your neighbor, don't steal from someone. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, that all, that makes, that's completely reasonable rules. Yeah. I totally get that. And it's like, false idol tree, you're like, yeah, okay, well, I don't even have the honest all, all, uh, idol tree. So I, <laughs> nothing, I don't have a crucifix in my house, so mm-hmm. I, who cares if I have a tiki god or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think my sense of right and wrong stemmed from like i i don't know i had a specific childhood in that like i wasn't allowed to i was uh my 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 dad was very strict and like very aggressive about like he was he was a uh, a punisher a, a, he was a dick and he he lightened up i was the oldest of three he lightened up with each kid so we all have various opinions on him oh yeah but so that was my right or wrong was just like 
and I, I I don't know if it's rebellion, but I I do not like being told what's right or wrong. I realize now, like I, I I'm like. Even when I was like 16, I was like, trust me that I just know what is right. Like, oh, okay, yes, I did go to the neighbor's house and jump in their pool and then throw all the, their furniture in their pool. But that's not wrong, wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that was like my, like, the cases I was always making. I was like, relax, mom. I didn't hurt anybody. I'm not doing opioids, sort of like you know? Goofy <laughs> yeah. Stuff. yeah, exactly. It's just like, yeah, of course I broke the and rules, rude. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I didn't. Uh, kill anyone i didn't have false idols yeah, really. you didn't yeah. yeah. Neighbor. Uh -huh. i'm like oh it's the 11th commandment mm -hmm. is the no vandalism of private property <laughs> yeah because it's something true. even now because uh, the the thing i think about with a lot of christianity and religion and stuff is the kind of thing you're saying as it applies to your mom uh where it's like oh if it worked and it had the positive impact and you could like witness it then yeah go ahead like that's totally great if that works for you and you're not hurting other people but i even wonder about now in the lives of, of like adults the efficacy of it as like well yeah it's like good morals right like that's how we get our morals i i don't know if it's like freeing or limiting to look to religion for those things anymore because it used to be like oh yeah there's some good stuff like loving your enemies like that's radical actually that's like a radical <laughs> thing right and, well it's great it's funny you say that because like I think, and me saying that shit about my dad just kind of triggered this in my head too, is that for me, Catholicism and arguably how I was raised in my house, there wasn't a positive guidance. Mm -hmm. It was a negative guidance. There's a lot of don't do blank. Right, right, exactly. And I think religion is like that too. It's not like, here's a map of the path. It's like, keep walking. We will shock you if you go off path. You know what I mean? <laughs> we will push this button that will electrocute yeah. you if you step off path. And yeah. I was like, uh, like... So it's for all me, like fear-based kind of actions yes. on and how then, to like live your life. Yeah. If you're a fuck, if you're a 14 year old anti authority little boy, I, you're gonna be like fuck all this. Like I didn't want to listen to my dad. I'm mm -hmm. not gonna listen to the. And then confession comes along, and it's like go in there and tell them what you've done wrong. And you're like. No, I watch action movies. This guy's wearing a wire. This is like, you know what I mean? Like, this guy's going to tell my dad. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way to, that he's on my side. Yeah. And I think if you just flip, if you flip confession to sort of like therapy for kid, like, that's a whole nother story. Like, if you actually trusted your priest and they were like, go in there and talk about your sins. And the priest will be like, look, that's... It's a bummer you did that, but like that's not the end of the world, you know. Like, say a couple of prayers, but also in the future, when the opportunity arises, choose this cho choice, which is the stronger, better, more moral choice. Right. It's like replacing a bad habit with a good one, not right. just like ending it. Yeah. Instead, it's just like go in there and tell this old man you don't know everything you've done wrong, and he'll give you X amount of uh, prayers, and then you're good to go. And you're like, that sounds. Because I remember even as a kid saying like, so okay, I push a kid down the stairs. And then I apologize for it to the priest and say whatever he tells me. I'm absolved of that, but I still pushed a kid down the stairs. Yeah. Like, that's still, I just remember being a kid being like, that doesn't sound right. That sounds like a fucking bullshit loophole. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, instead of any sort of like real consequence, it just sounded like you got a, a pass. Or even like a posture of atonement, like yeah. Jewish people have and mm -hmm. like Yom Kippur and all that stuff. Yes, yeah. Hmm. And then you sort of like, well, now I'm free to do whatever I want. Like, I understand the idea behind like, we should, uh, uh, you know, uh, blank for our sins. What's the word I'm looking there for? Atone, atone repent. For, yeah, yeah. Maybe, Either yeah. one of those. Atone was the one I was looking for. Um, we should atone for our sins. But at the same time, like, I get I get that. But I, I, there's got to be a way where it can be self-reflective and not just like, 
tell a, tell a stranger this and they tell you what to do to get better. Like yeah. now that I'm in therapy, like now that I'm in therapy, I'm like, there's just so much stuff that happens to you when you're a kid that, and, and especially I'm sure it's different now for younger kids because my generation is the, are the parent are parents of young kids now. Like, just talk to a kid like I, I we weren't even like asked what we thought or what we cared about or like any of that stuff mm-hmm. I, I just this is so uh, such a tangent but I just watched that Netflix documentary fire in paradise about the uh, fire in paradise <laughs> hey. cool uh, paradise okay, Calif- paradise California that's the one where he's like uh, yeah I, and I was ready to suck his dick right? <laughs> yeah. fire in paradise festival <laughs> yeah um, the uh in this documentary, it's about like they, they should. There's this whole section where the teachers have to uh, evacuate with the kids, and like they're stuck in a bus, and it's filling with smoke, and it's like very intense and wild. And then uh, every, later on, they're in a new school, and the teacher is talking to the kids, and uh, and these are the kids that survived the fire, that lost their homes, lost their school, every single one of their friends had to move to a new town, and the teacher's like, "Is anyone angry, or is anyone sad, and and not sure why?" And want to talk about, and I was like, "Holy shit!" If someone just asked my fourth grade class that, I think everyone would have done markedly better in life. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, and it was just an interesting thing. And that, and that piss. It was a, a beautiful. I was weeping watching these women, uh, these teachers, just absolutely crush it in like caring. And then I'm like, all all my generation needed was a couple of people to just be like. Hey, uh, yeah, everyone says like, you know, it, it's so obvious like now in hindsight, you're like the worst behaved kid in school is had the hardest life at home. And it's like, that's so fucked up mm-hmm. that they're just getting punished more and involving their parents. Yeah. Like, And it's like, I got in trouble all the time for, uh, you know, acting up and not paying attention and trying to get the class and teachers to laugh at me. Um, and then it's like, if they called home, my parents would be like, that's weird. We give him no attention here. I can't imagine why he would be doing that at school. And it's like, all I needed was someone to be like, hey, like, yeah, you, okay? you seem like you uh, yeah. are a silly kid. Like, do, have you ever thought about doing something silly in life? Instead, it was just like, hey, shut up. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to teach you about Antigone or whatever. And yeah. Like, what the fuck, man? It was just all like trying to reinforce like what you should be doing kind of thing. And acknowledge it like, hey, you must be having a perspective on how this is going. Want to share? You know, or something like that. Yeah. It's like just the, the, the moxie of society to assume that 20 kids because they live in the same school district would have anything in common like mm-hmm. in their lifestyles and their <laughs> homes and shit yes we were mo- like by the time i was in junior high and high school it was like mostly white kids so that we had that in common but it was just like at the same time talk to us like just and and no kid is going to be like i went to see the school therapist you know like you're like because right. if you do that you're gonna get wedgied you're gonna get flushed and shit like that there was a school therapist though we had like guidance counselors uh, like i forget it wasn't a therapist but there was a word for like mm-hmm. an, there was a couple of guidance counselors and then someone else in that office who was like i forget what the but they it was always like so-and-so gotten huge you know so-and-so called the spanish teacher the uh, the c-word and it's like that's when the teacher like that's when that person would be involved like the school therapist was mostly like a warden of some you know like yeah a, yeah get my talking to right yeah. be like all right you're gonna sit down with the teacher and apologize and i as the ther- the person with the psychology major will also be sitting there <laughs> yeah moderated. it feels like boys that are like the class clown kind of thing get the brunt of that really tough like discipline kind of thing too yeah i think it's a 
I guess like I grew up hearing like boys are less mature than girls and they take longer and that's why they're behaving like a child. And so just like ignore them or, you know, smack them around emotionally and <laughs> right. they'll be fine. You know, like they'll straighten <laughs> out or whatever. And I feel like you probably got the brunt of that too. And I wonder if you had been a girl or something, if someone would have been like, let's get into your heart or like, why don't you just cry? Yeah, or or someone was like, on? you should do theater. You yeah, know, like, you just like, like, have you tried musical yeah. theater? You yeah, might yeah. really like letting that out. Yeah. And I think like, and this is, has nothing to do with good Christian fun, but like, I think young boys, I can't speak to young women, but I'm assuming we have very similar issues. But as someone who's, lived his life as a young boy for a little bit um you have so much energy and so much <laughs> you sexual like everything about your body like and it happens to everyone it happens to uh, both all, all genders you but you have so much pent-up energy boys don't know i think young boy and i think they're learning more and more now but no one told us anything about like hey you know from the ages of like 11 to 15 you're gonna be absolutely worked up and on a fucking wire's edge of like <laughs> ready to flip out on someone you're either ready you're gonna come you're gonna fight or you're gonna shit or you're gonna do something any minute yeah. because your body is or you're gonna do an ace ventura impression yeah exactly yeah exactly <laughs> one of the four come shit fight ace ventura those are that's the that's the holy quadrilateral. yeah <laughs> quadrilateral <laughs> pain as a young boy um so like for me because i that's how i like and no one it felt like no one kept that in mind i'm sure now it's different because we're just a little bit more attuned to like development psychology and like the us like uh we, uh weirdo sort of empathetic people sure. are the teachers now like yeah. uh, my you know our generation is oh, teaching and shit yeah. yeah so i'm hoping it's better mm -hmm. but it was just and that's what and so that's why when I compare religion to like a major corporate entity to me, because that's what it oh and and even education is at that level where it's like, hey, this is how we do things. Get on the get on this path and just stay on it. And if not, you're you know we're not going to adjust the path for you, even though individuals are completely different <laughs> yeah. from person to person. Yeah. We're not going to adjust the path at all. Just get on. And I do know that some elements of life are you should learn how to uh, be able to do the thing that you don't necessarily want to do. Like that's <laughs> unfortunately a huge Pay part of being an yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> that's like the one thing school and religion trains you for is like well i guess i could sit through this bullshit ass defensive driving course <laughs> i sat through church every sunday when i was at my peak add now i'm an adult i guess i could sit through this my fucking <laughs> this meeting about whatever yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> i can take notes from this executive because i'm so used to just hearing bullshit from a teacher or a priest. did you watch the mr rogers doc yes. that came out a couple years yeah because that oh the doc was great I, uh, and the movie and the movie they yeah. were both good they were both great in like complimentary ways but yeah. it feels like i don't know and we've had conversations about like the <laughs> the morality of certain media or entertainment that's made for over like 40 if you're spending more than 40 million dollars on like a project like what value are are you providing in like a social or a cultural way right and it feels like stuff like that like media and especially something geared towards a specific audience and and rogers was like they get into this a little more in the movie, but truly a strange man who was like, could be kind of not sociopathic, but just like focused in a way that wasn't pleasant yes, all yeah. the time about like, oh no, we have to make kids feel this way because they, for survival, not because it's like, ah, oh, it's a nice show, but, right, right. but it's also like, I, like he believed it in a way that like fundamental extremists believe in their beliefs yeah you know? can you believe that like mr rod if mr rogers existed now would he be just trying to sell king friday toys 
You know what I mean? Like just to survive. Yes. Yeah. Would be. yeah. I know they would be like, no, you have to. Uh, we're gonna be these toys are gonna be, and it's just like watching. Mr. Rogers is what I think a priest should be. Yeah. Like, uh, like that's that Mr. Rod, Mr. Rogers is such a wonderful man. I hope there's people like that for kids now. Mm. Cause like I didn't realize how, and then I watched that documentary and I watched the movie and I'm like, Oh man, I did grow up watching this guy Uh and he was like a moment of peace. It was like Bob Ross level peaceful, but even more (laughs) spoke, literally spoke to you, you know? And just like the shit, in the dock and like the, his attitude towards like I just want to tell kids that whatever feelings they're having are okay that's something you never like when you're crying your my dad would like say like you, you want me to give you something to cry about <laughs> it's like oh, oh okay yeah well yeah. that's gonna make it. and now this is not allowed. yeah and yeah. now that I've been out of my home for 15 years and out from underneath uh, you know and my dad's been dead for eight years I fucking cry all the time I cry at every hey, movie I cry at like, most modern family third acts <laughs> That has a lot to do with the dad stuff. How do you feel like you deprogrammed yourself from that like emotional state when you were a kid to now where you are more sensitive and more open and unafraid of those things? Yeah, I don't I think I went I swung the other direction and was like a true wild man for like eight years. You know what I mean? Like I just like lived like a feral person. Like <laughs> like uh, I thought I was Van Wilder all through college. Sure. I, I like did like Van I was the guy who wore board shorts all, all year in high school and like I did like uh, you know I was just this like attention freak like just doing whatever I you know hosted the talent show doing all the shit that obviously in hindsight (laughs) was developing uh, this personality I have now but then when I kind of came out of that and got to be in my mid to late 20s and just like learned more about the world and was like living in New York City and and had something I cared about more than myself being my my wife and my uh, my then girlfriend and, and you know like shit like that I just started to like realized that there was the world was so much bigger than me and so much and then all the animosity i had and all the shit that i'm kind of laying out here all the shit the complaints i had about religion and my family growing up i sort of weaponized into uh like rather than anger i was like well just don't be like that like and i it's like such a childish attitude but like i am sort of simplistic in that way so for me when i was like yeah you just don't have to be like that Mm-hmm. And that was like huge waking moment for me where I was like, it could just like, and now I, I've, I'm proudly and I like have monetized my empathy to the point where I can have. Haven't we all? <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm like, I'm so proud of myself where I'm like, I, and I come from, I came from a place where I don't think I received empathy and I'm so happy that, you know, like I'm, I'm of the generation where my dad hit me because his dad hit him even worse. Mm-hmm. And my dad was, I should have been happy to not get beat like he got beat Mm -hmm. i but i think i'm the generation and i i'm speaking sort of uh collectively i'm the generation that's like well we're not gonna do that at all actually Mm -hmm. (laughs) like just (laughs) flick your ear sometime slightly less is that cool yeah (laughs) why are you looking at me when you say that you can do whatever bodily abuse you want to me here thanks we are putting a shirt back on (laughs) (laughs) i haven't been bruised here in quite a few months (laughs) you can do whatever you want to me but it is i mean i guess you've experienced that too with your with doing your podcast so long or just being in an audio medium so long where like it or not there are certain pastoral not even priestly but pastoral in like the shepherding sense and communication and the like rogersian stuff yeah of, like, making people feel seen and known that you just kind of adopt 
whether you were like gunning for it or not. That's just kind of the natural trajectory yeah. of like hearing from people and just being a good receiver of that stuff yeah. as well. And just like d- doing um, a career where you work with new people if you are working, which you mm-hmm. know sometimes you go months without working with anyone, <laughs> or if you're if it's going smooth you, for me, you're working with some you're working with a completely new group of people weekly mm-hmm. and so you have to like learn to meet and adjust to new people all the time mm-hmm. and then uh i was then your all of your career stuff is like collaborative so it's like constantly and you like just learn that you're like i have to do things like i have to be part of this system that is the world like and it was just a weird like a weird thing that happened to me where you start to feel and then i think i have like a weird very specific moral code now but it's so uh, self-centered is that the right word it's so based on my own thoughts yeah but i still i hold other people to wait, wait, yeah, what, what's the moral code yeah. I, I have severe i will not <laughs> speak i will not hang out with someone again if i do not like the way they engage with servers or uh baristas or anything like that if i think that the person is rude to them i will never eat with them again because that shit just drives me crazy. Yeah. And that's just like, and I think that's just slightly more indicative of indicative of everything else. Like it is, you can extrapolate out from that. Um, but for me, it's also just like having been a server, having, you know, been around that world. It's just like, there, it, there's no need to be a prick to this person. Mm-hmm. Like literally nothing that happens is their fault. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like, Basically no yeah. control if, over if, this. Yeah. If a, if a, a waiter walk, walked over and just put, a fucking mal- a bottle of Malbec upside down in my lap. I would let the whole thing flow all over me. I'd be like, Mike, you gotta be kidding me. Like, I would never make the person feel bad. Right. Because it's just well, like... i take him down to a 30% yeah. well, And like, interacting with waitstaff is one of the only, I feel like, daily... Uh, like real blunt power dynamics that people engage in every day. Or even a like work and stuff, it's unclear, but oh, someone's waiting on me. I'm the customer. And so to abuse that is... Yeah, and I think it's people who are not used to having power getting it that uh, where it's the worst. And that's why I think like corporations, people who are just randomly promoted to the top, priesthood. Um, uh, and then the other examples of that, like nerds with power are always like the worst you know, people who never had power before and never had, uh, were never uh, considered interesting or cool. They get power. Those people always harness it. I feel like, and I'm uh, again, I'm just, uh-huh. I'm sure there's exceptions, but I feel like those people, like the guys who like run the independent theater, and then it's revealed that he's a mega creep, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, no shit, because this yeah. dude was a loser, and now he has p- power over this yeah. small world, and he's gonna lock it in. And I feel like some people activate that when it's the barista, or the, uh, activate mm-hmm. that a barista, mm-hmm. or activate that when it's the waiter, you know? Which and is that's so bizarre because you'd think, as someone who was on the receiving end of a lot of cruel power, that they'd be better about it. Yeah. Like, I feel like it almost betrays not just getting power, but what you think you deserve. Right. Oh. You know, over like. Caroline, for sure. You know, because there's plenty of shitty people that don't get power and think they deserve it and they just carry on with that load ever. Right. And then there's plenty of great people rise to power quickly and remember, you know, like, oh, well, I don't want to be. I want I was a server once, basically. Yeah. Yes, you know, exactly. and so I know how that feels. Yes. Yeah. So. I want to know the other parts gross. of the moral code, though. Um, oh, yeah. I. It, it's all it's all about like my entire quote unquote morality is based on interpersonal like it's so much of like empathy mixed with hands offness of like uh do whatever the fuck you want um if you i'd love uh i care for what you choose to do don't do anything that hurts other people 
but do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. Like, and I and I think it's because I come I came from a place where I was never allowed to do whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. And now, then I turned, uh, then I moved, went away to college, and I was like, oh, now I can do whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I live, my family lives like a half hour outside of New York City. When I I came home from college, I lived at home for like four months while I was working seven days a week, and it was manageable when I was just work just sleeping there. I was working. Uh, uh, 80 like 70 or 80 hours a week right out of college two days a week was at the beach like so it wasn't like that was more of a vacation for yeah. me <laughs> uh the second that job the beach job ended and i had to be like around more i moved out of my house and started paying rent on a brooklyn apartment which was as far from my off the, the, where i was paying as oh my, my mom's house <laughs> the worst financial decision you can make is just add when you're taking home Two ninety four a week after taxes, adding a thousand dollars rent. It's like <laughs> the math just doesn't work out. There's no way you can pay for that. No. But anything better than being under the being under those rules again, you know. And so I just vowed to never do that. And then that's why I also vowed to never do it to other people. And I even when I like say shit with like my wife, where I'll be like, "Wait, what are you doing tonight?" Like, and I'll have like that thing of like, "Wait, you're hanging out with that dude again," or whatever minor fucking relationship bullshit that happens the second i start to feel like i'm ex- like i'm upset with decisions my wife has made that mm-hmm. that don't affect me as much i like go like i have a panic on like, like i'm sorry actually do i'm back off back i'm backing off wow, uh, that yeah. i don't have a right to say that you could do whatever you want <laughs> hang out with that guy yeah right, does he, <laughs> don't fuck him but you can hang out with him. all right yeah. blow him <laughs> just 69 yeah. if you get yeah, fucked yeah 69 <laughs> way less intimate yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i realized that was a callback to an off-air discussion <laughs> yeah but def- uh, excuse me definitely but that's great set that up okay. never ex- never pay it off Wonderful. to the listeners have them just wonder what and that's talking our about version off of easter egg <laughs> what the fuck egg. was that off yeah. <laughs> um i'm, I'm really inspired too by the idea like what you were talking about when you went through uh what you did in new york of just dropping something because i feel like that's something that i aspire to in certain moments of my life of like oh this doesn't have to be like when i'm like embroiled and and whatever like when you realize those in my own hand it's like Oh, for no reason. When you realize it's almost just like, oh, I don't need this backpack full of bricks right now. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I dragging this with me? Yeah. yeah. And it just sometimes you're just like holding on to. And I, I started to realize that with like anger and being mad at people. And like, and now I just like, it, 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 it's just a little. E- I like, I still enjoy making fun of people. That's something I have a hard time with and I'll never lose it. But I do, uh-huh. I do do I'm it to everyone. There, I, I do it to everyone I love. So. Trying my best. But what if that person told you they were a waiter? Yeah. <laughs> I'd immediately negate the, yeah. the ability to You don't make fun of waiters. No, I'm like, spit in my mouth, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your service. A <laughs> single tear rolls down my face. Like, yeah. Oh, man. Well, hey, thanks for sharing your story, Gabe. Oh, oh no, it's please. really nice. Yeah, I like hearing about it. I'd love to talk about myself. Hey, who, <laughs> who wouldn't? Yeah. Uh, let's take a break and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. 
Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time to dive into the topic. We're living, we're living, we're living an extreme day. <laughs> this is the song. Extreme days. Okay. Did I you, wish there were more songs in the movie. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. That, that was my thought too. There's yeah. over 100 rap rock samples in this movie. Yeah, this this didn't at all strike me as the Suicide Squad of Christian <laughs> yes, filmmaking. Yes. It's like, oh, every 12 seconds it's a new drop. Great. Okay. Uh, before we get into the movie, did you have any experience or exposure at all to Christian pop culture or Christian rock or anything Nothing. in that world? Nothing. Every once in a while, I would hear a song and then realize that it was like a Christian song or uh-huh. see, it, it just wasn't something uh, anyone in my family was seeking out. So that if we if we stumbled upon it, we would avoid it. Uh-huh. But then, like later on in life, when like Kirk Cameron started making like weird, like I watched some of that shit as like for a gag. Like, Can you believe it? Saving Christmas. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Didn't yeah. he do like a superhero one too? That's like a Christian superhero one. Ooh. There's like a firefighter one. Where, oh, there's yeah. fireproof for yeah. sure. He was saving one. his marriage because he was cranking his hog to. Uh, uh, pornography. Boat. Oh, anyone to a, a boat? boat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he wanted to buy a boat. He was also cranking his side. Yeah, yeah that's that was like our first episode, basically. That's yeah, a, that's a good kickoff. It was yeah. a really good intro. I I actually found this movie to be not as Christian as I thought. Same. No. It I is know. a light touch. This is a sports movie first. Yes, yeah. and I think this is what christian pop culture sh- should I, before, say what you will about this insane movie. <laughs> uh, it's so '90s, but it should. This is what the level of. Like any message movie should be this level of message, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just at the end, it's like, hey, by the way, you know. Like- also, we're we're all virgins, right? <laughs> Waiting for marriage. Like, yeah. There's just like a quick yeah, line. Absolutely. About that. Yeah. Well, when you do action, when you do action, boys, your podcast that you do with yeah. Rogers and Ryan Sanger, where you talk about different action movies, oftentimes from the 80s and 90s. Like, what is your? Because I think about this on our podcast sometimes. What is your goal? In talking about them like what do you want to happen in the conversation i guess i uh, i want in those moments i want other people to be open to the things that i kind of what i grew up on because mm-hmm. i and i want other people to see and and realize that it's not just schlocky action there's other fun things going on you can shut your brain off and enjoy it in this way you can some of them are deeper than others some of these are masterpieces so i kind of like want to just shine lights on these fun crazy movies but also, really, in the end, I just want to make listeners laugh. And yeah. I guess if we're talking Patreon, I want to make listeners tell their friends to sign up. Yeah, <laughs> Laugh every month for a small subscription <laughs> fee. Laugh as much as you can and get your friends on board. Do not share Very this episode reasonable. with them. <laughs> it is all just honor st- system with yeah. Patreon. It's yeah. like, well, we hope you're nice. <laughs> uh, like, we hope by the fact that you're a podcast fan, you don't have that many friends. <laughs> yeah, because I think Can't we share similar it to a goals. large network. <laughs> I think we do share the similar goal of like, yeah, we're just trying to have fun and stuff. Cause I am like, I don't, I don't know if I want to like understand a different worldview. Cause, cause the movies, I don't care. Like some of the music and Christianity, 
I did grow up with, but none of the movies I did hardly yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't have to watch any of these. Our God is an awesome God is the song I remember. He ain't putting on the Ritz. Our God is an awesome God. <laughs> there used he to be reigns. like one infomercial that aired when I was a kid. Oh, it was and, like a Christian compilation. And it, yeah, it was a Christian yeah. compilation, and that was one of the songs, and that one burned in my head. <laughs> but the rest were sort of a little too religious. But that one just I was like, oh, this is catchy. Our God is an awesome God. It's like a march. Yes. <laughs> It kind of swings. Uh, He's got a little tune. This is Rich Mullins, R.I.P. I'd be going, I'd have a two too if I knew my God wasn't awesome. Wait, have you seen the album cover for this album, by the way? No. It's just him and a dog in front of him. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't look like a Christian album. Winds of Heaven, Stuff of Earth is the name of the album. Portrait yeah. studio. He, he, was, uh, he was a mercurial guy. But yeah, it, do, it definitely looks like a Macy's portrait of him and his pup. <laughs> uh, let's watch the trailer for Extreme Days. Say cheese. Road trip. We wanted to surf, skate, and snowboard across California. It was now our time, and nothing could stop us. I thought there'd be more dialogue in this trailer. There's <laughs> this not. This trailer is just music it's just for a song. <laughs> well, there's not much dialogue in the movie. <laughs> Four one guys, girl. one girl. Oh, Whoops. that's not that's a good implication. <laughs> yeah. One Bible, one God. <laughs> I'll meet you at the car in 10 minutes. What? Any way this could be attractive. Oh. Oh, they, no. they took the farts out. No, of they that did. Scene. They let, they put one in. Okay. It. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. It's fall 2001. Fall 2001. So this is the movie the nation <laughs> needed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It must have been like <laughs> on September 11th. <laughs> yeah. This out. Either before or after. All I remember about 9-11 is that it was an album release day because albums used to come out on Tuesdays, Tuesdays and yeah. Fridays. Yeah, yeah. Oh I remember Bob- did Mariah Carey album come out on that day? Someone I, famous. I think Litter? there was a Mariah Carey album. There's a Bob Dylan album called Love and Theft. And there was a Christian rock band named P.O.D. who had an album come out that day as well. Uh, yes. Okay. 2001 is weird because that mo- this movie is so 1996. <laughs> yeah. Or like 96, totally, yeah. 98. Like it's a little post-clueless, it feels like. Right. Some of the oh, aesthetics and stuff. It's, it's really one of my favorite tropes of... Uh, comedy movies for kids or high school kids whatever Mm -hmm. that this movie has is the friend whose uh goofiness is not in any specific choices it's just like (laughs) yeah he's just a freak he's he wears a (laughs) turban he wears goggles he has a hot absurd stuff yeah Yeah. he likes his cousin's head like she's a pet (laughs) yeah Uh, (laughs) he like never understands anything that's Mm -hmm. going on there was always just a character who's like yeah everything he does is just weird not like it's weird because of this reason or any kind of justification. Or yeah, it, or like he has some sort of central belief about yeah, like, exactly. why or, he's being yeah. weird. Because his dad died having an extreme day. He's been trying to recapture <laughs> yeah. the magic. So, yeah, it's a very standard like road trip movie of like, oh, we got to go get my grandfather's car because he died. And then we're going to get oh, money and we can come back. that's what they were back. doing the road yeah. trip for? Oh. Yeah, well, no, they, they were, were doing the road trip 
for something else first and he Initially, fixed it. was taking just a little like, vacation down yeah, to Mexico. Yeah, like, we always wanted to do it. We all saved our money for the summer. We're going to yeah. go. Because mm-hmm. we were extreme boys. But then the, the road trip road, because it goes from, it goes from, we, we go from Mexico, Mexico to California Got to it. Seattle and Portland. All the way up to and, uh, Canada, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they, oh no, they go to Alaska. Oh, at the end oh, they go to Alaska. That's right, that's yeah, They fly right. yeah. to Alaska. And <laughs> the VO is doing so much work to get them from place to place. And we should say that every eight minutes in this movie is a four to six minute montage of people of doubles the, of not our actors <laughs> yeah. doing our actors, extreme stunts yeah, yeah. and it's such a small <laughs> it's a smart idea for a movie at the time where it's just like we can we only have to write 65 pages of material oh sure and yeah. then just show Stock skateboarding footage. videos yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, mean, I was describing it as like the stuff you'd see on the tv screens at like a sports pizza parlor you yes, know like it was yes. just that the whole time but it was like, like the youth group oh in with the foosball table and the ping pong table like this yeah. is what they would probably totally. project yeah yeah because we got so many people requesting this like i always watched this we grew up watching it it's such a big movie in my life so, oh, the reason- so i don't know if anyone <laughs> said this is a big movie uh, no that's exactly what they said wait no i'm gonna back caroline up on this a little bit for real because uh because when i i watched i tried to watch the link you originally sent me it wasn't working so i found it on youtube some dude had uploaded it in eight parts or ten parts and i started watching in parts but one thing i started doing was scrolling and it was they were very bad rips but i started scrolling down to read the comments Uh oh yes and so many of the comments were like I fucking love I love this movie. <laughs> this is the oh the fart scene. People people writing quotes. And this is a dude like, who put it up himself. Each one of them has uh, you know uh, several hundred views. Wow. This guy put him up himself. He's not like an official and then even on on part 9 they're like you're killing me. No one's uploaded part 10. What happened, man? And like <laughs> I love this movie. So many compliments about the movie that I started to think it was like a psyops to believe <laughs> like that like a campaign to make oh, and that's something wrong with me that I didn't like yeah. this movie. Yeah. Well, I thought I think that's like that's when I realized the Christianness of it all. When I was like, "This for any port in the storm." If you're a Christian kid, is only allowed to watch. Chris- yeah, like- imagine you have nothing else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It immediately, yeah. Yeah, like my childhood was the exact opposite, which is because we were home alone all the time. So that's why I grew up watching like movies where guys get their arms broken and women have their tits out before their heads get cut off. Sure, sure, when sure. I was nine, so a woman <laughs> in a jean jacket covered with grease is uh, a mechanic job is not exactly doing it for you what a what a wild dance because there's a scene in the movie where you first meet the the character is played by cassie ray what's her name in the movie yeah who knows blondie the, the cousin you the mean, cousin of you, the goofy guy yeah. cousin of is, matt matt cousin has goofy. a name <laughs> <laughs> i like matt i think you, he's the hottest you one. loved matt <laughs> even I mean, he is handsome despite and he him is, being canceled for like, the turban weird he is I but like, I, he's cute. I will say rufio's in this dante bosco That's right. and he is Still got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> His voice was strange in this movie, right? Was it higher than it usually is? Was there like a, a lot of ADR in it this movie like too? It. Because a lot, mm. people were just... The v, the voiceover... And f- tell me if this actually happened because I couldn't tell if I had a weird... Did at one point they communicate via voiceover? Yes, there is a very strange yeah. scene. All right, where Matt's like, I'm going to talk to you via voiceover. Yeah, and he just stares himself? at the camera. Yeah, it's so bizarre. And there is... Uh, this movie does a lot in that they're trying. They're, <laughs> they're throwing everything against the wall. They're, like, it's formally <laughs> experimental in the way that reminded me of, like, Goodfellas or, like, a Scorsese film from that era <laughs> where it's just like, let's see what sticks, guys. <laughs> oh, Amanda, that was her name. Amanda. Oh, no, sorry. Amanda was the sister. Oh, oh who dies. Uh, Referee's our sister, Amanda. 
She was strong. Unfortunately, she wasn't strong enough to beat leukemia. And she was only 15 when she said goodbye. And then they just move on with that the was, exposition. <laughs> watching this movie, that was the first moment where I was like, ah, that's the I'm Christian in good hands. Stuff. Yeah, that's is. the Christian. Yeah. Ooh, now we got ourselves a film, boys. <laughs> yeah. But it truly wasn't... Uh, dogmatic in the way that you would expect it to be just like a yeah. lot it was almost like people begrudgingly taking notes of like can you make this a little more christian well let's 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 just talk i think a fun thing would be like what what do you think some of the christian moments of this were i think the only christian moments are uh the scene by the pool between our our main character and blondie girl and then the uh, talk you, in the donut shop where you, they talked about like why god allowed amanda to die also yeah. why did god allow blondie to, to leave yeah yeah, oh, that, yeah that was like the end that was towards the end of the movie yeah where it's but like I, may, maybe god uh knew what she was going through and like helped her to survive yeah. i truly think that's it though yeah. but I, I i noticed a couple other things so that's why i wanted to talk to yeah. you about it uh uh, our hot, our uh, blonde, the one girl to the four guys, mm-hmm. notices her uh, her crush give the his groceries to the homeless family yes. outside the yeah. convenience After store. After fully uh, driving Destroying through it. a whole uh, homeless man's shopping cart at the <laughs> gas station. And an old woman in the grocery yeah, store. Yeah, because they had diarrhea yeah. from drinking water, <laughs> after which they had to drink because it was after hot sauce. It, it, for a Christian movie, there is like some weird goofy stuff with like a dead rat, farts and stuff, but... Little minor things throughout where you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, even like the problem of how do we show that these guys are going gaga over this girl? Right. But in a Christian movie. Yeah, where she's not compromising herself and they're not like. And we're not going to do Phoebe Cates and Fast Time. So our version is like, what about a nice, tight jean jacket yeah. right, right, yeah. well and i don't know if you noticed but when matt is talking to like the guy who's really into her and it, he's and she's you know doing her slow motion walk through the smoke or whatever he's like she prays like a hundred times a day and that does all this other stuff yes and I was like, oh and that was like a positive in that the was a brag like, that was hotness. a brag about her yeah, yeah 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 and i was like okay so she's like the dream church girl kind of person and then there was another line later uh uh not towards the end of the movie it's something to the effect of like uh well, why don't you uh, introduce? You got to tell me some of that. You got to show me some God stuff or whatever. And and the other guy was like, "She already did." <gasps> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's like a mom, yeah. He's like, "You got to tell me some of this God, this religious stuff someday." And then uh, after she walks away, oh, you got to take me to church sometime. Yeah, and Ruf- I think she just did. That's yes, right. yeah, that's at, right. at yes, the yes, campfire. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now uh, I will say we did get this uh, a copy of this on DVD from a very nice listener. From I believe at least two years ago, and I've just had it sitting in a closet in my apartment serious? since then. Yeah, because we tried to watch this before, we couldn't find like a watchable version online. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so this nice uh, listener sent this in, said, "Kevin and Caroline, thank you so much for all your amazing work." Blah 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 blah. I could have just left that out. <laughs> and she said, uh, "One of the best commute buddies. Enjoy the movie, Kelsey." P.S. I included uh, an envelope to send it back. Take your time and send it back when you are ready. Smiley face. Thanks. Oh, I have oh, Kelsey. lost the envelope. And <laughs> oh, I do no. not know where it is. So if Kelsey still listens to this podcast, if she didn't if she's bitterly, not pissed. Yeah, she stopped listening out of spite when <laughs> yeah. you, they stole my fucking movie. GCF is a pair of thieves. <laughs> yeah. No, send us your address. We will get it back to you oh. safe and sound. I promise. Autograph. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Kevin will, Kevin will lick it for yeah, you and well, stuff. I, nah, I, I'll lick it again. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I'll put a cookie in there. On this DVD, 
there is, in case you're curious, a commentary track from our actors who worked really? so hard on oh, the yeah. on the movie. And do, and you do get behind the scenes gems like for Rufio's pool scene, like kid man. This was some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen. That one <laughs> outtakes of this. Yeah, this is my favorite. They said, you know, do this to this kid, and this kid was crying. Yeah. They're like, you made splash him, him. Just splash him. Dante attacked him. The Twice assistant manager turban. I just got. Rem- I just was Ooh. reminded about oh, that. Oh, you forgot Oof. about that. The, oh. the Turkish re- sailor restaurant. Yeah, Turkish, <laughs> Tur- Go- goofy guy works at a Turkish re- or like an Indian food restaurant. He is wearing a turban, and they even add some light to that on the commentary track as well. Oh, no. Of the Turkish sailor. The Turkish sailor. Remember shooting the scene, you guys? What was the line that got cut out? <laughs> Uh, you look like Sim Sim Saladin. <laughs> oh, it's a good thing, no, too. No, it's a real good thing. There's like this weird tension on the commentary track. There's Ooh, tension really? in the movie, too, yeah. where I think that that's, Between outs- who? that's outside of the script. Uh-huh. There's a scene in the movie that feels like they're riffing, that it's not scripted. Which one? Someone says, dude, you're being a girl. And she says... There's nothing wrong with being a girl, but it's all kind of over talk. And then mm-hmm. two people sort of go, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. And it felt like that was just mm. like a riff where someone Ooh. accidentally ripped a sort of pseudo misogynistic thing. Yeah. And uh, she defended it. And then <laughs> I'm, I'm calling this guy misogynistic. <laughs> I've referred to this woman as she three <laughs> times. <laughs> blonde hottie. Yeah, blonde lady, titty chick, uh, called out the jacket. patriarchy. <laughs> yeah. Christian Amy Smart. I Very good. Oh, right. Isn't yeah. she totally like the uh, Varsity Blues? They uh, saw like, Road Trip. <laughs> yeah. Is it called? Is it just called Road Trip, that yes. movie? Yeah. It feels like a movie that only exists in my mind, but it for sure exists. Yeah, with Tom Green and Brecken Meyer. This is Road Trip. They, uh, with, yeah. with uh, a montage of skate videos uh, for each. And, so much. And so much of that. And not impressive either. Like some of the snowboarding and stuff was cool. Or like no. the paintball snowboard fight was the least. Oh, I haven't seen that before. That was cool. But there yeah. was like, I think a 19 minute montage of them doing some mildly interesting <laughs> skateboard. There's, there's surfing, there's skating, there's dirt biking in the sand, mm-hmm. there's snowboarding mm-hmm. there's snowboard paintball in the opening of the movie there's a kung fu fight with rival uh, uh-huh. uh over campers. a campground campsite mm-hmm. yeah and then there's an uh, another paintball war too right where mm-hmm. they kind of take it a little more seriously or it's like <laughs> yeah. oh yeah the, that, oh that, yeah with, they have to set the mike and ike so it comes back later at the <laughs> yeah. end of the movie so there's like 10 of these sequences in the movie each one of them three to five minutes long that have minimal dialogue no story they're like songs in a disney movie like a little kneel drop yeah yeah i'm curious like what they were thinking like about their target audience obviously that's yeah like, that's the main thing be for, yeah like kit late teens i guess that have a lot of energy or something they're like <laughs> want to see this but it's uh now that i think about it like i can't think of a lot of christian movies that were made for older teenagers specifically like there's adults there's little kids there's kids but like teens and then there's like have... preteens and then there's nothing like for adults who want to like date women but right. also still want to like fart with a lighter yeah. you know that that tender age this feels this feels this <laughs> Uh, by the way, that tender age is 37. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> How tender he is. Uh, th- this reeks of full sleeve uh, pastor. You know what I mean? Like this reeks of like, dude, 
God was the first extreme athlete, man. You don't think Jesus didn't hotbox the disciples back in the day? I don't know. It was like it feels a freaking like frat in the they're temple. They're not even that heavy-handed. Like it's even a lighter touch on <laughs> yeah. some level. Like it, they like really had to just kind of left side try to figure out a way to put some morality in this. Like this was a long sketch of like this was boys a, being silly. This was probably a not that funny B version of Road Trip yeah. that had christianity added to it totally yeah you know what i mean like a christian production company bought this <laughs> it absolutely feels like, like an afterthought fun. rather yeah, than totally. like the impulse of there's a pastor who loses his son and then something happens no, to his family yeah. where it is a lot more there's baked in nothing in the like if you outline the movie or write the synopsis of the movie there's nothing in it that says christianity no. it's only in like dialogue and a couple of actions that it even comes yeah, in you kind of have to be paying attention yes, yeah. to notice it i would i would it would have stood out a little bit but i might have missed it if i didn't if you didn't say like hey we're watching this christian movie for yeah, the podcast yeah, yeah. i might have completely missed it you might have thought you were going insane when the dialogue did happen you're like hey well <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that actually did make me feel crazy is after uh main guy and blondie have the fight by the pool and he throws a chair into it the next day she leaves and leaves him a note with the following uh plug for abstinence dear brian i have to go there's so much i want to say and you have every reason to be confused i've made some mistakes in my life i've done things i regret i trusted guys who said i love you and i woke up the next morning alone i'm not gonna do it again it may sound crazy, but I'm waiting for my wedding night. And Brian, I knew about the bed, but it didn't matter. I don't expect you to understand all this. <sighs> Caroline, you should host like this. If I hurt you in any way, Kevin, what happened? I, I loved our time together. Yeah. The bet wasn't about betting her though, so I thought that no. was yeah. The bet was no. just getting her to do something she didn't want like to do, like singing. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's okay, what the yeah. bet was about. And which she was like, she it, knew you about. were just flirting with me because the bet or something. No, yeah. sex was at no point on the table. No, it wasn't. I was. That's people. why I, I felt like was I not paying attention? It's just she took it to the nth degree of like. We can't fuck. No, here. she did. You know, yeah. They like kissed at the pool twice or something. I mean, but maybe you at a similar age, at a similar time in your life, if you kiss someone by a pool, you would think. I guess you're so. You're going to Smash Town soon. <laughs> like, there's no other destination. Oh, yes, sure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Also, the actors on the commentary track had something to say about this too. Oh, great. Waiting for my wedding night. Waiting for Waiting the wedding, for wedding night. I know oh, about oh, the oh, bet. You oh, ruined it. All the guys at the same time waiting for your wedding night. It's Rufio. It is a profound thought. It's, it's a very good, good. It's a good. It see, it's just. It's <clears throat> see. That's a society we live in. That it's so. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah, sort of a testament to the times yeah. we're in. Right. No like, one I mean, said anything. No yet. one finished a sentence. <laughs> yes. No, no one's had a predicate. <laughs> right. We're waiting for. It's our actually, you know, it's actually good to be a part of a film that has like strong morals. It is. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. So many films they, so they go from like kissing at the pool to being in bed. Mm -hmm. But we stopped that. We stopped that right, we right here. Right here. We it are moral. They're also yeah. like making <laughs> fun of themselves. Yeah. 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 Put some, another another point of view out there. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, that's true. 
I thought it was crazy that I watched this movie for this podcast. It's even crazier that if you watched it and then also listened to the Went commentary, commentary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've got real problems. It was, no, I know. I know. And I, I skimmed through the commentary track. We actually watched it together last night. That was a fun experience. That was really fun. Did you watch it by yourself, Gabrus? Did yes. you have to? I'm sorry. Yes, that's yeah. okay. Oh, man. Always invite Kevin over. Yeah, I watched it while uh, working out last night. Oh, oh okay. In my home so, office. Yeah, and the angrier made you that <laughs> you had to do this way for to watch dumb extreme show. days. <laughs> yeah, just shirtless doing dumbbells while being I like do, I do love this like as a proposition like, I know you're in West Hollywood but what if you had to drive out to Pasadena <laughs> it's 5.30 to 6 o'clock now let me finish and you have to watch an hour and a half long movie on a bad YouTube rip because my leak didn't work before now let me finish it's gonna take about two hours I'm gonna to email record. you five times yeah, right. no no email you the same itinerary like hey thanks for doing this this definitely isn't a copy and paste where I just fill in the blanks of yeah. other people and it definitely says like thanks Alice we'll see you next week or whatever does that sound fun uh, very generous as an you. evening uh. I don't understand too what exactly they were grappling with in the donut shop about like burnout of that I can I I'll can I play just like a quick part of it yeah. so we can no. <laughs> I just wanted to be with her just hang in her world Okay. Hang brain in her world. <laughs> Remember when Amanda got sick? I'd stay up all night begging God to heal her. But he didn't. She died anyway. All right, Brad, what's, what's this got to do with Jesse? Everything. Who cares? <laughs> Everything. Don't you get it? The more you hope, the more you get burned. Brian, you know what, man? You've been giving me this speech for like the last 10 years, okay? And I don't know why she died. Okay, I don't Get have an answer. Over it. I don't. Move on. It doesn't help me, Will. Being bitter isn't going to help either, Brian. Come on, you've got a break. I mean, don't you think. The editing is even worse. Don't you think that it hurt? Yeah, it's lynching and all. Hurt yeah. God. Watch Amanda suffer like she did. It hurt God too much? Yeah. Oh. Mm. You ever think don't about that? You get it, Brian. Brian? Jesse was put in our lives as a gift. Okay? Blondie. Jesse. Well, I blew it. Yeah, you did. Everything about her is beautiful. All right, scene over. Wrong with this person. <laughs> Everything about her is beautiful. Everything about her. I guess you have to like world. if you're become yeah if you're making it a Christian movie you have to say certain things like, yeah. like he either has to say something like that or he has to say like I can't wait to marry her. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like her soul and just what she's brought out of me. Personality. Her. Yeah, but the idea of like, don't you think it hurt God? To I kill know. Her. <laughs> yeah, like, who are you to cry? God had to watch that. <laughs> he hated that he had to do it, but he did. Imagine yeah. every time you complain, someone's like, well, imagine how pissed God is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair point. It is just like an ultimate trump card in any situation, you think I guess. God likes getting the flu? No. <laughs> like, for example, on the phone today, I said to my mom, I'm like, oh, I got to fly back to New York. I've only been in LA for like nine days. I have no <laughs> desire to fly. And she's like, she's like, well, at least you're not afraid of flying because she's like kind of a, she's afraid to fly. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Well, True. at least your shoes aren't filled with poo poo. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I want pretty to check cool. It. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's such a and that that kind of speaks to the whole movie, right? Of like the half-hearted. What What is the core of this? Because usually it's so bombastically like, yes, we get it. Yeah. The Why? tone of this movie too is fucking pendulous it goes yeah. from like it swings one way where it's like they're lighting farts on fire uh, uh, your boyfriend takes his uh, box Matt takes his, excuse me <laughs> <laughs> whatever blondie yeah. blondie and Matt uh, <laughs> Matthew sad number story he jumps under the covers and like takes his underwear off at one point and rubs, and, like, rubs his, his butt all over the to claim the bed yeah. it was a cool smart which move. I found out on the commentary track was a place they shot pornography a lot apparently that <laughs> yeah. was a location they I used believe. And they talked about how nasty that place it was. Look gross. Yeah, and then it goes to the, like this. Well, it's a rom com, right? But That's it goes what the movie. Is. And then there's a moment where like Dante Bosco's standing out in the uh, like looking out at the ocean. He's like, "My grandfather has died." Like, well, <laughs> yeah. we're going, man. He's like, "We can't," you know. And it's like all this weird shit. And you're like, "What is this movie?" And it's like we're gonna bring the girl with us that we. Are tagging along to She's break. got nothing to do. And don't forget the ninja scene and the spoon game scene. Oh, the spoon game The spoon scene. game was a tasteful Let's 12 minutes forget. long. <laughs> oh my God. I, I, I remember I was watching the spoon scene and I was like, they know that we, like, we're ahead of it now. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I like movies where it feels like you're there in real time. Yeah, like yeah. they're treating time. you like they treat Blondie. <laughs> yeah. Lori. Jesse. Jesse. Jesse's her name. But honestly, like, because I, I think... Oftentimes, like the most interesting th- thing to talk about with some of this stuff is like, what were they trying to say? Like, uh-huh. <laughs> what is it that they're getting at when it's like, oh yeah, the fact that Jesse went away and your sister died of leukemia are the same thing, and that right. God is yeah. sad about both of them, kind of. And you have to be hopeful. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. No hope. You get burned. Uh, which we've all felt, obviously, at some points, but it was so vacuous of even that of even the bombast of like and that's why the lord is working the yeah. buh, 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 i mean the movie is 15 set pieces mm-hmm. right yeah. and like some fun. of the set pieces are drinking hot sauce some of them are <laughs> snowboarding mm-hmm. but like it literally is just like oh we should do the spoon game like you can do, like you can break this movie down and and when you say the spoon game scene <laughs> you don't have to even say like well what's happening in that scene because it is just yeah, the is. spoon that's game that's happening yeah just <laughs> drinking hot sauce just the skateboard Wait, yeah. These are just junior high things that happen that they made into movies, yes, right? Yes, exactly. Like drinking yeah. hot sauce and yeah. doing like paintball stuff. And I, then can't farts. Believe- <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe this movie doesn't have a scene where they're trying to make Matt pass out. <laughs> you know, where he's like hyperventilating and or or like where they're Telling cracking Jesse's back. I'm trying to think of like all the stupid shit you did in junior high. <laughs> yeah, trying to get on the roof. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't believe there wasn't a roof thing. Yeah, or the devil red eye, which I'm sure we're all familiar. Do you know the devil the red eye? No. That? Oh God, Kevin! What happened to you? <laughs> what? what? This is a mission trip memory too. Oh, okay. The double red eye is when two uh, bare ass men. <laughs> how to describe it? One of them bends over, and one of them gets on the other one's back, but his back is on his back. So both okay. they're so they're back to back. Yeah. Okay. So they're back to back, but he's like carrying him so he can walk with him. Yeah. And then uh both Caroline is doing a perfect demonstration back, with her hands. Right? Yes. Okay. But yes. but their position and their skin stretches in a way from that position that both their ass cheeks are spread that you can just see straight down the barrel. Yeah. And they called that a double red eye. I know. Uh, now I know what you're talking about. Heaven. <laughs> what, did you call it something different? No, we, we, I know what the red eye is. Yeah, we okay. go, Yeah, but we never did the double red eye. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. 
<laughs> that, hang on. <laughs> Do you have questions? What's the point of it? Just to see it? <laughs> <laughs> just to see their bubble. Did you guys ever? Did you guys funny? do a, the atomic sit up? <laughs> no, it's that. The atomic sit up is like one of the same thing, like a junior high prank. You go. Do you think you could do a sit up while I'm holding a towel down over your head? Uh-huh. And so you like demonstrate it once. You're like someone tries to hold it down, and you're like fighting it with your abs, and like your friend <laughs> is holding it, and they're like, and then like Kevin goes, "Yeah, I think I could do that." You get down, and then, Caroline oh, holds yes. a towel over your head, but over your eyes. I stand over you, drop my pants, <laughs> and then you are pushing so hard when she pulls a towel out, your head flies into my ass. Boom. <laughs> no, this sounds like a dream for you. I'm surprised you're not just in heaven right it's now. Psychotic. <laughs> okay, guys, we just stopped just down and did it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. For we're back. Home, we, we edited out 12 <laughs> minutes of content. <laughs> <laughs> and we're a family. We played the full spoon Double game. That's right. Eye. Wow. Yeah. No, I, was there a did you get fi- equivalent did, of that? Did you get fired from Starbucks when someone came in and ordered a double red eye? <laughs> right. I was like, Be ra- coming right up. Hey, double red eye. Brian. I haven't <laughs> served up one of those in 20 years. Well, back to back like Trebek and Sajak. <laughs> customer is always right. Let's do this. <laughs> it's just really the funniest part was the walking. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like imagine this like creature, this beast walking towards you. With these two eyes. Oh, man. Boy. There's truly nothing else to talk about with this movie. There's not a lot of depth we uh, could plumb. No. Unless you well, got the notes. GCF theme song played. That was cool. I mean, does the soundtrack slap? Yes or no? It the, slaps. There was one song. If you're into this type of music, there's some pop. There's songs I recognized in this movie. Really? I think so. What is that? PAX 217. That's a band that has a cameo in the movie. Hangnail, Skillet, Audio Adrenaline, Toby Mac. Bleach, Earth Suit, which is what we're listening to right Earth now. Suit. Maybe I. Newsboys. It just sounds like something you heard. They're all new. like sound alikes yeah. to songs from the time. Right? Uh-huh. This was a huge song growing up. One time. I'm, I'm assuming these are all white men. Anyway, that's like a three eleven. That's like a three eleven yes. of Christianity. Totally, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe that's I recognized a lot of like I guess what they were proxies of <laughs> yes, or what yeah. their facsimiles yeah. of. And it ends on the plane with entertaining angels with the rom com. Oh, you didn't get to see it. I mean... Oh, I did. I caught it on the uh, Vimeo link. Oh, on the oh, Vimeo link. The oh, yeah, that's okay. right. I went today. I was like, fuck it. I guess I'm going to go back and watch the ending. <laughs> the <laughs> I think wh- I, the, so nice. What were you Isn't it weird when she's she's like teaching at the school uh, and then the kid's like, <laughs> do you date freshmen? It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, Why? She's like, ha, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, there's a little bit of harassment like, oh, you just don't know how to take no for an answer, do you? For sure. What's his name? And then and they just interrupt the thing that she's doing in and front of like, everyone. Yeah. I got nothing better. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the pre the conversation before that too is crazy. Where it's like thirty seconds, any more than that, it seems like you're begging. Forty five seconds, and you, uh, they're yeah. just talking about that outside of a door, you know. And you're like, I don't even know what. The, I oh, don't, with the ASMR shots of their mouths. Going yeah. To. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing I meant to talk about this movie. They make some strong choices. Yeah. They um, make weird choices. They make choices. They're make they which I actually maybe makes this movie arguably interesting Amazing. yeah they just do things with like with a weird choice that in the in the hand-to-hand it's a real fight it feels like yeah 
And but they're speaking with like the uh, like Hong Kong action movie like sort delayed of delayed dubbing, yeah. you know, but not with Asian accents. But they are like, Thanks. you have dishonored me. Yes, tonight we will fight. You know, yeah. doing all that shit. I mean, you have to imagine everyone involved with that scene after they were done was the proudest they've ever been. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought done. some of the stuff they were doing like some looked actually good for like for a sure. movie. Her that, kicks were good. Yeah. yeah, she had some high kicks. And, in and there. Dante Bosco is like an actual like uh, jock stud guy. So yeah. like he his shit looked good too. It was yeah. But see nuggets in the rough, guys. Yeah, and then it just wait, and then cuts to like this movie has this kung fu sequence to determine who gets uh, a campsite. Yeah, they lose. They go. Needless to say, let's just say they whooped us. Cut to them at a campsite. (laughs) (laughs) Cut cut to the next morning, but we did have to camp next to sewage. Cut to them in the car. It's like, I don't even understand. (laughs) Oh, the the sewage thing, by the way, because was it Matt that goes in there? Is he constantly shitting in the movie? Is that his run? I think he gets Montezuma's revenge in the beginning of the movie and he still has it. (laughs) Yeah, because he goes into the porta potty at night and then they cut to the next morning and he comes comes out, out (laughs) which I thought was like... A funny cut. They set funny. him up to be just like the generally goofy guy, but he ends up coming across like uh, the Michael Keaton movie Multiplicity. He's coming across like number four. <laughs> he has like, hi, Steve. You know, he's got like glass. He's yeah. got goggles on. The th- They make a meal out of any moment. They're like, oh, cool. We got to go food shopping. It's like, well, let's have a uh, grocery cart. Yeah. And then that's just six minutes of that with no real repercussions, no real. It's no, like, it's just pure delight. And to me, yeah. that's cinema. They're fun. That's what cinema is, first and foremost. <laughs> the movie's inarguably fun. The only thing that I was like, okay, was there's that road trip where uh, the scene where everyone's asleep, but Blondie and the guy. And they talk on the phone. They talk on the phone in the car. Cute. That was cute. That was cute. I would do that. I would do that, that was, on a road trip. That was very cute. You would do I, that. That, that worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Maybe I will do that. Okay. Hello. Maybe on a road trip, we go. What? No, I'm not gonna, wait, Don't forget that. the prime minister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we keep do, just doing like one-upping, escalating, Going. aggressive, offensive it accents. It won't end. I'm yeah. confident your banter will be better. Thank you. <laughs> what a nice compliment. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's do it. The way this works, John Gabriel says we're going to give it a roast, a toast, or a space between. Holy roast. We send, or holy toast, rather, we give it a thumbs up and send it all the way to heaven. <laughs> holy roast, we send it downstairs <laughs> to hell. Or if we're not sure one way or another, we can do, you know, something your people have done for many generations, which is send it to the space it's purgatory, baby. <laughs> I said your people have done. Yeah, I don't wow. know. Catholics aren't sending them to purgatory. <laughs> it's just we talk about it. Yeah, that's uh, right. I, I'll say uh, let's let's toast them, baby. You're gonna give it a toast. A toast. Yeah. Wow. Uh, for the genre of film, it is. I think it it does something. It, it's making interesting choices. It's not. Yeah. It's not really sappy at any moment. It's not really funny or entertaining at any moment <laughs> either. But it's just kind of wild and weirdly manageable to watch. Like I didn't like hate it. it it's almost like saying this food was edible. Right. I yeah. could eat it. It, this food was edible, but the, when I sat down to eat it, I was under the impression I was going to be eating a pile of dog shit. So thankfully, it was just edible. Yeah. No. Oh, lovely. What do you say, Caroline? Um, wow, that's convincing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you were in full roast mode before yeah, then. Well, I was maybe on space between because I do think it kind of achieved what it set out to do, which was like 
entertain juniors in high school, you know? And so in that way, I think it's very successful. It's really bizarre. I think Matt is a star. I love his style. I think Lil Nas would wear his outfits now. Lil Nas? Um, You call him Lil Nas. (laughs) What is it? Lil Nas? Nas? Nas. Oh, yeah. It's probably Lil Nas. (laughs) <laughs> you, how are you on TikTok so much? And, and this is not, oh <laughs> favorite. You can follow Caroline at Caroline's Farts on TikTok. I don't even know TikTok. I have follow not even me. downloaded the it's app. It's so fun. It's not for us, right? Yes, it is. It's fun. White men. My mom's kidding. on it. Oh, okay. no, I mean, people no, over all 30. the other apps are. You know what? That makes sense. <laughs> right. Actually, that isn't for you. You guys can stay off. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to give it a space between, and that it's just bizarre and uh, sometimes unwatchable, but then sometimes pretty entertaining. So. I will say maybe I'm being swayed by the YouTube comments because I was surprised to see how many people really <laughs> like this movie. Really fond and it made me feel it. like, what? Like it made me feel like I guess this touched some people. Like the farting sequence is amazing. People quoting shit all on on not even the part like like on part eight, they're like, For the love of donuts, this movie rules. You know, they're like they clearly ha- it's in their lexicon this was the way yeah, dumb and dumber. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Totally. You're having an arc with this that you had with religion with seeing your mom be affected. Yeah, by yeah. This. By the end of it, I'm like, right, well, it was important to some people yeah, that's right <laughs> whatever makes you happy hey, you know? and it's not hurting anybody <laughs> uh, what would you say i i would say space between the rows but mm-hmm. i'm gonna be positive i'll say space between hey at least. all right uh but you can vote for it at christian fun pod we'll put out a poll with this episode you can give it a roast a toast or a space between so get out there and pokemon go to the polls <laughs> we're coming Ballers. up on full <laughs> Like four full years of me listening to, thinking about just worshiping Pokemon Go to the polls. I wouldn't have it any other way. Okay, let's dim the lights. Let's light the candles. Let's bring it to a more worshipful space. I like this. A service of some sort. Because Gabriel's on other shows, you might plug yourself or promote your projects. We're not here to do that. We're here to lift them up. It's a loving, humble prayer to the Lord. And we'll start with Caroline. Lift your humble prayers to me at Caroline's Farts on Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. and, and now TikTok. And TikTok. And Letterboxd. I'm popping off also on Letterboxd. I have brand continuity across all the platforms. Mm-hmm. And uh, this week I'd like to lift up an email newsletter that I get called Longform. Uh, you can sign up at longform.org. Wow, the fear of God from Pushing, Lost in Space yeah, last week really, really got really into stung. you. Uh, um, <laughs> any specifics about this letter you want to yeah, give us? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> thank you. I would like to share that. It's a white supremacy letter. <laughs> <laughs> but they're long. Um, it's good. It's like it's a roundup of kind of like the best kind of long articles or essays on the web for the week or whatever. Oh, cool. Um, and I've read a lot of really interesting stuff. It's all across various genres and topics and stuff like that. Some of it's like important news things, and some of it's just like. A murder story. I feel like I will 100% sign up for this when I go home. Good. Read it the first two times. And then always delete them. Get it. Get it and not delete it for like six months. The rest months, of your life. And then delete it for six months and then eventually unsubscribe. It's good. Yeah. I will say another thing that's kind of helpful is when they lay out the title, they'll also lay out how long it takes to read the article. Uh, so they'll say like 30 minutes, 25 minutes or whatever. Like 30 minutes, comma, 40, Gabrus. <laughs> Whoa. Hey. I mean, I how appreciate could you possibly it, know also, that? how dare you? <laughs> Well, now I don't budget my time properly. Wow. Yeah, so I'd, I'd recommend that. All right, Caroline, we turn to Gabrus. <laughs> um, I lift your humble prayers to at Gabrus on all social media. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you nailed down Gabrus? Just Gabrus? Yeah, well, I had to. Uh, I was John Gabrus on Twitter. 
and someone was camping on Gabers Forever. But then I reached out to Twitter and I was like, this person hasn't used this. They haven't posted once in like five years. Can yeah. I have it? And they gave it to me. <gasps> nice. And then uh, when I was, uh, I was on some show that they wanted to verify me on Instagram. And I, at Gabers Picks was what I was on Instagram. But someone else had at Gabers and it was a fake. It was me. They were posting pictures of me, but oh, under the name. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Look at that to you, right? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, well, if while you're validated, while you're giving me the blue check, can you yeah. also just get me that URL? Because that this guy's like even in person or person is impersonating me. Nice. And, and you're so- ready to fight this same fight on TikTok when you see the copycat accounts on there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the parody accounts. Yeah. It's an 11 year old child. As long as I beat like my immediate family to these uh, platforms, <laughs> I usually get my name. Unless uh, apparently the same spelling as my name, G A B R U S is plural for a term called gabru, G-A-B-R-U, which is a Punjabi word that means like bro, dude, guy. Oh so my like, gosh. So I'll, it's just like If you look gross. hashtag Gabris, yeah. it's me or it's a group of Punjabi <laughs> guys um, like all dressed up, hey, ready yeah. to go out and party with like their turbans and cool outfits on <laughs> and stuff. Like it's like guy time. Yeah, I know. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that I'm just like I th- a white Italian <laughs> European guy. And then like, yeah. the, the other version of my name is something completely different. That's so uh, crazy. Oh, and then I should lift up some secular art. Here yeah, if you want well. to. Yeah. Sure. If you got something. Oh, uh, What was I, the last movie that made you cry? Uh, oh, that's a good question. I, I will say, you know what? really touched me I didn't cry during it but I think it's really wonderful uh, John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch yeah that's sweet right? so agree yeah. it was really good uh-huh. yeah. it was really good and I I have some friends with kids. I want to ask them if they watch it with their kid, what they thought, because I really was like touched by it. Would kids like it? Is yeah, like, would yeah. kids like it? And I think they would because all the humor is just silly. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's or not, like sarcasm, which kids like sometimes. Yeah, too. and then yeah. it weirdly talks about death a lot, a which lot is kind of like death. real, yeah. like, which is kind of real. And then the guy from Hades Town is so good in it. So oh, funny. Yeah. And all those conversations about what kids are scared of is so real and so yeah. upsetting. I love that moment. The one girl who's like. Uh, I'm scared of home invasions. Yeah. And then the, the person, Marika Sawyer, is like interviewing him. Is like, um, do you think any of you get any of your mom's fears that things she's afraid of? And she's like, yeah, home invasions. <laughs> like, and I was like, home yeah, invasions. of course. Yeah. <laughs> Poor girl. No, I know scared. in the balance of like, oh, aren't these nice children being so genuine? And then also like, oh, these are all child actors deeply enmeshed in like the New York scene of right. child <laughs> actordom, which we don't understand yeah. out here. You know, we Although understand I was like the Oaks. And- Mulaney, when he was auditioning the kids, he's like, I don't want TV kids or movie kids because those kids are strange. Like they're not mm. like children children anymore yeah. and so he tried to pick like musical theater kids oh that's good yeah. who are still more of like a person right <laughs> mm-hmm. those kids were charming AF yeah, I, I, re- I really enjoyed that <laughs> someone someone texted me what's your song of the moment right now like what's a song you can't l- stop listening to I said well Gotta be honest to say, Grandma's got a boyfriend. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know it's Boyfriend's weird how pop culture because so like it's like Grandma's got a boyfriend or Misbehaving are yeah. the two songs that I'm like hooked on. <laughs> Those are the two. Uh, thank you so much, Gabrus. Uh, thank you. For me, hey, thank you. Uh, what a polite podcast. Uh, you can lift me up at Kevin T. Port everywhere. I will lift up uh, a, an album called Young Enough by Charlie Bliss. Uh, I'm, I was just looking at you to see what the expression would be. I, 
It's complex. I'm having a hard time guessing how yeah, Caroline I'm, feels I'm about it. To, she's maybe actively she's pursuing confusion. Oh, she's mad about it. She's actually really mad. Oh, no, but she's having a laugh and like, ah, oh, she's just kidding around. I think it's an occupational therapy class. Like, that's well, how, what is Caroline feeling? Like yeah. learning expression. Hey, yeah. that's why I call hosting this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, just me grasping in the dark for like, are you enjoying this right now? <laughs> Mine's like, what's Kevin's deal? <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing I do regret about not being a video podcast is you don't get to see like the gestures and the body language or Caroline's <laughs> eyes glaze over and imagine anything <laughs> else she could be doing instead of this right I now. I like doing this I podcast. Know, I know, I'm JK. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sold. <laughs> I like doing this podcast. Like Let me go. <laughs> uh, lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. Uh, Patreon.com slash good Christian fun. Leave us review and we donate a dollar to charity this month's charity once again is morning star foundation uh helps families with kids who have severe heart conditions nice look them up gabers thanks so much for joining us buddy oh thank you guys. what a fun sweet so holy time with you this so fun wonderful. to uh, redeem my bathroom commentary with you and uh, yeah i know we worked that out yeah. Thank God, yeah and, and i'm still pissed about that <laughs> <laughs> but by the way i mean the best party it's in the bathroom <laughs> oh what a way to end Later. it <laughs> <laughs> right. and there's nothing left to say except for in all of pot's people said Amen. Amen. And let's go out listening to the last song from this movie that I'm looking up right now, which is, of course, Entertaining Angels. This song is pretty. <laughs> it is pretty. I it's like it. fun. Yeah. This song, what's going to be the next one? We have This Song Slaps. This song is a bop. This uh, song rocks. This song fucks. This song fucks. What's next? What's going to be next one? This song destroys. This, that's yeah, kind of old. This song that's kills that. me. This song. This song strangles. Murders. This song is absolute <laughs> mood. This song is, is committing a crime. This song, this song should be illegal. All right. This song is uh, causing systematic oppression. <laughs> I think that's the one. All right. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Oh, hey, y'all. Y'all thought I was gone, didn't ya? Didn't ya? Was 2020 and your girl's back. It's me, Amy motherfucking Grant. I'm here, baby. Okay. Uh, we're having fun on the Good Christian Fun Podcast in 2020. Kevin and Caroline have renewed my contract for the next uh, six months or so, depending on whether the show continues at all. Uh, they're not sure themselves, but, you know, it's kind of a week-to-week thing. But that's okay. I'm here to serve. I'm here to honor it. And say that next week on GCF, Kevin and Caroline are going to be talking about Jennifer Knapp. K-N-A-P-P, not N-A-P. Come on now. A little more than I can give. A little more than I deserve. Oh, I wish I would have written that one. Uh, they're going to be talking about her album, Lay It Down. And I might lie down and take a nap after recording this. All right. No, I'm just kidding. Amy's got a lot of shit to do today. Uh, okay, so that's it. I love you. I hope I hear from you or you hear from me next week. We'll see. Life is a mystery. We never know what could happen, and this could all go away at any moment. But uh, cherish the memes, y'all. 
And cherish the memes. Oh, my God. I, I, I finally saw that. Sorry to this man meme. Oh, that's so funny. Kiki Palmer is such a funny gal. Oh, oh man. Okay. Well, I'm going to go back on Twitter. Amy, my Grant, over and out. That was a HeadGum Podcast.